Hello everyone, thank you for joining us in another exciting episode of My Kicksters. Now, if you're listening to this for the first time, My Kicksters is a podcast for rideshare and delivery drivers. Now, for the first time in this podcast, like I think we've been doing this for 10 episodes so far, but for the first time, we have brought one of our community champions, a driver who is experienced among these platforms to share his world to us. And... Um, I can't wait to introduce him and ask him questions about how this world operates from his own eyes. So if you're tuning in for the first time, check out us on all the different podcast channels as My Kicksters. And this is an episode from our own champion from the community. Let me introduce you to Riz. Riz, thank you for joining us in today's episode. How are you doing? Uh, good. Thank you, uh, Benji. Uh, you know, thank you for inviting me onto this podcast. Really uh, happy to be part of the My Geeksters community and uh, share my experiences with you guys. Oh, thank you so much. Chris, I've been talking to you for a while now and you are a very smart, very experienced person. And I, I'll straight away go into the questions. The question is, what's your experience in this amazing, ever fast, fast-growing gig economy, especially with Rideshare and Deliver? So uh, let, let me just go into why I started with uh, kind of giving the gig work a shot. And so when, when there was a time period, uh, this is now going back to about uh, for just over four years ago. And I have been all throughout my life actually been working in the corporate world of things. And uh, I've actually been a consultant project manager for a very long time. And I went uh, independent way back in 2008. So pretty long time. And then there was a time that I was actually in between projects. So, and then um, the right share sort of thing started uh, uh, looking, you know, kind of growing in the in the economy and I was looking for an opportunity. So I thought, I thought of it as, okay, let me try this as a kind of a fill-in and see how it, how, how it, how it would go. So I, I initially hired a, hired a vehicle for like um, six weeks and I wanted to see whether, whether I liked driving and right share to begin with. And it, 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 it worked out quite well. And then I decided, okay, let me get rid of the higher car and um, decided to buy my own car. Yeah. And then ever since I have been doing part-time, as I said, uh, you know, it's been over four years now. And quickly amazed me by telling how many drives or how many rides you would have done so far. It's quite a bit, but because I do part-time, you know, it's, uh, it, it's uh, not that many compared to some of the other guys who actually do full-time. So I'll, I'll keep the numbers, uh, <laughs> for the time. but however, what I could say is it is quite significant. When people look at my driver profile, they say, oh, you've been doing for, you know, for, for, four years now, um, you know, how's it going? So and I'll say, look, I do it only part-time and that's, that's how many rides I have done within, within the four, four year period. But I know there are drivers who have done more than 20,000 trips. Yeah. No, it's really nice to see that you've been in this space for four years. But in my opinion, the last four years has been one of the fastest evolving spaces to be. Like every now and then there is new things coming out, new ways of even how platforms are engaging, how job is being offered. Technology is also growing and henceforth the way the gig platforms work has evolved. And just over the last 12 months, you know, there's also been and numerous conversations about more drivers coming into the space, more evolution of the space happening. So, yeah, I'm well done with that. But if I ask you, what was, now that you've been in this, what is your number one reason of still being in this 
platform and you're still working I, I still find that um when i when i have uh, when i do my corporate work uh, in in between and towards the end of the day to be frank i, I pretty much get bored doing the desk job so what i do is in the evenings i take the car and go for a drive right it's just simple as that take the car and go for a drive and then get a bit of fresh air and also make money yeah yeah and sometimes i go to the shop and then when i when i return you know after doing all the shopping here yeah, i get a ping so basically my trip to the shop is paid for so looking at it in a very simplistic way yeah that's how i tend to operate however if someone wants to ask me what are the days that it's really busy where you can make big money it's basically the fridays and the saturdays that's gold out there thank you so much for sharing that tip talking bit more about your experience i think this is a very important area within the gig workforce is safety now we've been hearing a lot of news lately you know about accidents customer violence customer abuse you know protecting gig workers safety has been a key topic in this season in your 4 years of experience why is safety important to you in gig work so safety goes to the core core of the gig work be it whether you're driving in a in a tough area or in a in a in a in a what what i could it's at the end of the day it's all perception so whether you're driving in a good suburb or a bad suburb or a yeah whatever suburb that you drive the safety aspect goes to the core of gig work especially with ride share than more than doing delivery because ride share you're basically getting passengers in and out in and out whereas in a delivery scenario you're basically picking it up from a restaurant going and dropping it off and then off that that's pretty much the end of that transaction so to speak but however with the with the ride share aspect of it people are coming into your car you do not know where they're coming from from all walks of life so therefore you got to be my concept has been always have a dash cam right from day one i've had a dash cam initially i did actually go through some cheap dash cams but now having actually gone through a few dash cams now i know the quality of recording and the number of days it records is also paramount because you go for a cheap one they don't record for too long or the images are not clear so i've had i've gone through that cycle and now i make sure that the dash cams that i in my car is constantly recording and for a number of days because they get overwritten so you want to make sure that the the events are events are locked in and therefore you have something to back up yes there are different rules from the various government organizations which says how to use a dash cam or how to use a camera for surveillance versus the state laws now i'm not going into the detail of that there is a there's that discrepancy there but however at the end of the day the bottom line is if something were to happen and for you to stand on you need to have some sort of evidence whether you have done it through your personal mechanisms or through an official surveillance company at the end of the day you need to have something because that is the only bit that that will that's the only thing that will save you from their word against yours that's the next point that i would actually so i have a policy as well that by 11:30 on a saturday night i'll stop working simply because i actually draw a line between a person who has been drinking versus a person who has been drunk so i find that 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 has been that for four years i find that that's kind of like a thin a thin membrane that people can shift over onto the other side so by 11:30 i kind of finish up maximum 12 that's it because after that i find that it's all troublesome so that in the four years to be frank i mean 
compared to, I suppose, a taxi world, the kind of the rideshare world has been kind of pretty good. I have not had many cases, but there have been some instances where I've had to kind of shield myself. And what I find is that learning how to diffuse a situation is better than going into confrontation. Now, having said that does not mean that you actually cow down and take the hammering. No, you've got to be just be firm, have confidence in yourself. People need to be, be kind of directed sometimes and saying that you're not putting up with uh, crap. But however, don't go into a confrontational situation where you're going to throw them out of the car and things like that. Because just last weekend, it happened to very close to the suburb that I live in. There were three guys who actually got into a car. The driver, he was quite smart. He actually went and parked the car in a service station. So there was CCTV footage. But however, when he asked the passengers to get out, they actually got down and smashed the windscreen. So you've got to be, be quite smart how you diffuse the situation rather than being confrontational. I've had passengers who would vape in the car or wanting to drink. Then I look at them and I said, look, can you see the stickers in my car? I've got safety stickers in my car, which says no eating, drinking, CCTV is in use. And a few weeks ago, there were passengers who got in and they were, they were vaping. And I said, look, hang on. Can, I, can you guys stop vaping? Because I get a headache and I cannot drive. So do you guys want me to drive or, or stop the car right here? They said, okay, sorry. We didn't ask you. We'll stop vaping. Or then they asked me, can, I, can we have this um, you know, can of drinks? I said, fair enough. You can have it provided you don't spoil the car. And it was a happy ending. You know, they were very happy. I got five stars. All that sort of things happened. But you got to be you got to communicate with the riders. Do not go silent because some of the passengers have said to me that though I got into a car, the driver didn't speak to me one word. Yes, you do respect the passenger. If they are or they want to talk, you talk. But there are some passengers who will say hello, get into the car, and they want to be quiet on their phones. Let them be. Don't try to engage them in conversation if that's the style that they want. And then there was another instance where this I picked up the gentleman, actually. He had been working pretty late, and I picked him up. We initially said hi, you know, and greeted each other. And I started, and me being a naturally talkative person, I actually started talking to him. And he said, Riz, would you mind, you know, if I go to sleep because I'm really tired? And I said, no problem, mate. Go, go for it. You, you have a nap? I'll take you to your destination. And just about two minutes before I drop you off, I'll, I'll wake you up. And once again, it was respecting his boundaries as well. Oh, so you, you've given some amazing content out there by saying that one community. Just one aspect, uh, Benji, on that uh, point of uh, safety yeah. is don't carry cash. Yeah, don't carry cash. All right. That's a good point. Nice. You would not find anything more than $10 in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to, you know, if one wants, someone wants to rob you, you know, they, they got only $10, that's it. <laughs> I, I think the summary of that is, uh, you know, have the right tools to protect you. Be informed. I think you need to be informed about your own rights as a, as a geek worker and your, your ways of work. And also the third thing is about being communicative, you know, to talk, to voice and to be direct of what you want and what you don't want, what you would, what does safety mean to you? But also at the thing, the last thing that you summed very, very much nice is being smart about the work that you're doing, you know, making sure you got 
times that you would work or places you would work or on being smart around how to handle a difficult situation or what would you carry in your car and things like that. And there was one other point as well. I actually had a situation. I think this is quite an important one where I started when I was, when I got in, when the passenger got into the car, he actually thought that I had to be there half an hour. But later on, we, we got, we got talking and I found that he was actually a patient. He was actually a, a sick person who was going to his appointment. He had anxiety issues. Now, if you didn't, if you didn't, if you are going to shut him, if I was going to shut him down as the driver, then I would have said, okay, look, you're abusing me. Get out of the car. But instead of doing that, what I did was I put up with him. I started communicating with him, talking to him. And I asked, mate, what is the problem? What, what, why do you seem agitated? Then he started saying to him, to me, what, I'm not going into the detail of what, 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 he, what his condition was. But however, what he did say to me was X, X, Y, and Z. And then I, I kind of empathized with him and we became good friends. At the end of the journey, we thanked each other and I was really happy. It was beyond actually just right share and taking a passenger from A to B. It was actually helping him to actually calm down and also empathizing with him and also being of service to the community. Yeah, uh, really nice. You, you've just definitely brought a new perspective to it. It's not black and white. Yes, it's not this. Definitely yeah, it's situational, it's behavioral, it's uh, service-oriented, and uh, it's about knowing yourself into this role. And it's and you're right, it's, it's more close contact and it differs. You get different type of customers from all different walks of life. And you have to be dynamic in the way you approach and how you have a good service in this entire thing. So really, really amazing points with safety. And I thank, I thank you so much for sharing all those things. Thank you, Kicksters, for listening to the first part of this interview with our amazing Riz. Now, we decided to split this episode into two because of having this episode less than 50 minutes, which is convenient for many of the drivers to listen. So the second part of this interview is being pushed to the other episode, which is also there. Riz has shared more tips about how to maximize your earning, how to be smarter on rideshare, and he's given his experience of how to increase your income. Now, check that out. And that one is being recorded into another episode. So with this, I'm going to say bye, but I will see you on the next episode shortly. So continue listening and thank you so much.